0: Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that allows you to take a few minutes and think about your business. Think about where you're heading, how you're doing, and reflect also how you've done in the past. What I try to do is I take different remodeling topics, topics that I feel are relevant to the times, relevant to what I'm seeing from the best of the best remodeling businesses around the country. Today I want to talk about a topic that uh, is really, I think, especially important in the times that we're in. The title of this is, If They Get It, You Will Get It. Now, needless to say, authors and certainly speakers, they try to come up with clever sort of adages and sayings to to have you pay attention to what particular topics are all about. But if you really think about these words, if they get it, you will get it they meaning the client, if they understand, if they get why they should be doing and what they should be doing and who they should be working with, then your likelihood of getting a project is much, much more successful. You know, today, more than ever, and I've talked about this on earlier podcasts, your biggest competitor today is, in fact, the client. Now, this has always been the case. However, I think this is greater and greater than ever. It's their ignorance about how to do remodeling. It's their stress in terms of their overall daily lives. It's their scarcity of time to be able to focus on things. It's the emotional roller coaster. And now that we've just come out of a very lengthy recession and we're solidly out of it, I think there's still a lot of scars in terms of a lot of fears that the clients have. Clients have a lot of fears. There's a level of transparency out there in terms of consumer reviews and things to watch for that really, I think, causes oftentimes homeowners to be paralyzed. Now, I heard a little saying a few years ago that I think really also hit a chord that I'll share in the context of this conversation. And that is people buy emotionally, but rationalize their decisions logically. Now, this is especially true when it comes to if they get it, you will get it. People today buy emotionally. In other words, yes, they have to have a connection. They have to have the excitement. They have to have the enthusiasm of what it is they're doing, but also who they're working with. There's that emotional sort of element. But the balance of this is also the logic. You know, the reality is, and I had a great conversation with a friend of mine the other day that had experienced a client had given him a go-ahead on a project. There was all this excitement and high fives and what have you. And then two or three later days later, they had changed their mind. And I asked him, what was the logic for them proceeding? Or was this a real emotional decision? And the reality is he wasn't really sure because he hadn't really planted all the logic of why that client should buy and buy from him. You know, today more than ever, your job, I think, as a remodeling owner, remodeling salesperson, is to be the voice of reason. Now, that simple phrase, voice, first of all, the voice has to come from you though you 're the teacher you 're the therapist you're the you're the doctor so to speak it 's your voice, but it also the flip side of being the voice of reason it 's also got to be it has to be logical as well so if you put the logic and then through your communication skills together, I think the likelihood of them getting it is much greater but also the likelihood of you getting it getting the project is also important. Now, as I'm doing different seminars and talks in terms of creating urgency and having this client get the kind of things that we're talking about, the three questions I encourage a remodeler to think about when it comes to a prospective client. And I'm going to give you these three questions and then I'm going to try to unpack each one of them how you need to think about it. The first is, Why should this client do the project? Why should they do this project now? And why should they do this project with you? Now, let's just unpack the three of them. The first question is, why should they do this project? What I find amazing when I'm speaking to literally hundreds of different remodelers, remodeling salespeople, they oftentimes give very diluted sort of Uh, uh, not very meaningful answers to that question. You know, they'll oftentimes say, well, it would make their lifestyle better or it will, you know, certainly help the family dynamic. And while those are certainly true answers, they're not really logic. Why should they do this project? Well, there's many reasons. For example, if they ever want to sell the house... If they ever want to sell the house. You know, that house is compromised by cancerous type spaces within the house. So why should they do the project? They're they're protecting their greatest asset, their home. You know, why should they do this project? How long have they been thinking about doing this project? You know, I've never had a client say, gosh, I wish I would have put a project off. However, I've had many, many clients say, But wouldn't it have been great if I would have done this when the kids were home? Or would I have done this five years ago? You know, these are all really good, solid reasons to do a project. Now, why should they do this project now? Again, why should they do it now? And and you're going to need to have logic behind it. It could be about the low interest rates right now. It could be about the increase, the increase in cost. Think about the percentage of, on an annualized basis that your remodeling costs go up. For most remodelers, if you average it out with labor, materials, subs, those kind of things, it's a 5% to 10% increase on an annualized basis. Well, most of your homeowners are trying to save the money. They're putting it aside in banks and CDs, and they're making 1% on the money. So by putting it off, they're literally... Their money is vaporizing from the gap between a five to ten percent increase a year later versus what they're getting in terms of the uh, uh, a bank account or or in a in a CD today. You know why should they do the project? Why should they do the project now? The third question, which is also important, is why should they do the project with you? Don't assume that they sh- understand why they should do the project with you. Now, most that are listening to this podcast are probably fairly low-risk type remodeling companies. Low risk in terms of the quality, low risk in terms of the uh, the financial risks, and low risk in terms of of the uh, level of knowledge and product competency. So you need to communicate and educate You know, doing a kitchen and a bathroom is a very high-risk project. Doing a deck is probably a low-risk project. You know, who are they working with? Your homeowners don't necessarily know how to buy or who to buy from. So you've got to educate them to why they should buy this project from you. You might wrap it around risk. You might wrap it around the different value. You are really quite unique in terms of your ideas and your passion. And if they don't do the project with you, they will not get you. So communicating these things solidly. So going back to these three questions, what I would encourage, write down these three questions, but write down three to five answers for each one of them then find ways as you're talking to a prospective client, whether it's over the phone or the in-home visit or when they come into your office, find ways that you can pepper in these answers. This is not a matter of writing all these things up and it, handing them you know, sort of a summary sheet of why they should do the project, why they should do it now, and why they should do it with you. This logic are almost like little deposits in logic accounts. And if you can get that bank account or that logic account high enough, they're going to tip it over and they're going to keep those emotions alive that, that they've experienced. Another element that's important is if they get it, you will get it, is the how they go about buying remodeling. The how today is as important as the what. So a couple of things in that respect. I think, you know, communication is difficult at best. So you've got to find creative ways today to communicate. Some clients are more high tech. Some clients are more high touch. I think it begins by asking them a lot of questions related to some of their communication styles, how they prefer. Do they prefer photographs? Do they prefer to look at things this way? Do they need to touch and feel? You know, what are their priorities on the project? Everybody cares about something within a project, be it a husband or wife. But oftentimes, they don't care about everything. So they can be overwhelmed if you try to treat everything equally. So you might have conversations about their priorities and actually take them out on a showroom tour on a particular product and specification, but not necessarily on everything. So the first thing is on the how you go about having them get it is you ask them a lot of questions. Questions about the communication style, the priorities. Ask them a lot of questions to try to understand how they prefer to buy. The second is using some other techniques. I'm a big fan of using the power of three. By using, for example, three options, three types of remodeling companies to work with, three closing questions, what it does is it helps to frame the decision for them. Oftentimes, if you give the client one option on particular things, you're running the risk of them proceeding with you, not based on whether they like you, but based on the option. If you give them two, which is certainly better than one, you are putting yourself in a position that they're realizing there's more options out there and they may want to continue to shop. If you give them seven options, they're overwhelmed and paralyzed and just can't move forward at all. The magic number is three. By starting to think in threes, present in threes, it really helps to make them comfortable in terms of how to go about buying. And the last element in the how element here is is make it visual. Make the process more visual. You know, I've certainly experienced and, and assumed that about 80% of people out there tend to be more visual thinkers. But we have a tendency to communicate through words and emails a lot more than through visual sort of cues or techniques. So one of the things you might do is start to use diagrams. When you're describing your process, describe it as a as a as a diagram. When you're talking about the blend of time that they're doing or the level of budget that they're putting into a project, start to draw diagrams of this. Also, use photographs. You know, some people can respond to a photograph much more easily. But in their responding to a photograph, focus also on what they don't like, not just what they do like. You know, you also want to use metaphors or use other worlds that they might understand. Again, this goes back to if they understand it, if they get it, the likelihood you will get it. I heard many years ago from someone who had been asked by clients all the time about the cost of new construction versus remodeling. And finally, he described the process As remodeling is like having a suit tailored while the client's still inside it. All of a sudden a client gets it. They understand it. So I think the more that you can use, again, metaphors that relates to them, situations, examples, third party, third party meaning what other clients have found, the likelihood of them getting is much greater. So I want to summarize. Think of this like an old-fashioned scale. On the one hand, you've got the emotion, you've got the passion, the excitement, the enthusiasm. The other hand, today, I think you have a lot of logical reasons that are keeping them from buying. So what you need to do is start to plant these seeds. Plant these seeds in terms of why do the project, why do it now, why do it with you plant these little weights in terms of making them more understanding and visualizing the process and the product that they want to do. And I think if you can put enough weights in the logic side, it's going to keep those emotions alive and have the client proceed. So again, I want to thank everybody for listening today. And again, in summary, if they can get it, if your client can get it, you will get it as well. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.